Hey, are you looking to buy a new car? Are you stuck in a high-rate loan and looking to refinance? Well, UK Federal Credit Union can help. Right now, UK Federal Credit Union has auto loan rates as low as 2.99% APR. Apply for an auto loan online at UKFCU.org or in person at the dealership. Get your dream car today at UK Federal Credit Union. UK Federal Credit Union. It's banking only better. Annual percentage rate, member qualification supply, rate of subject credit approval, subject change. For full disclosure, visit UKFCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA. To episode 89 of the Sources Say Podcast, your go-to Kentucky basketball and recruiting podcast on the Growing KSR Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jack Pilgrim of Kentucky Sports Radio, and today we are doing something that we have never done before on this show. We are bringing in our guest expert, KSR uh, high school basketball aficionado, Troy Howell, absolutely the most passionate, best high school sports coverage reporter I have ever seen. You're just absolutely the best in the game. So we wanted to have you on and break down all things uh, Sweet 16 coverage. So, Troy, I'm very much excited to have you on. Well, Jack, thanks for having me on. You know, this is the the best time of year if you're a fan of basketball. And we didn't get the high school Sweet 16 last year, so that will make it even more exciting this year. Now, I'm just dying to know because – you know, you are you, you you follow if you follow Troy on Twitter, you will see that he is at a different game what seems to be every single day. And if he's not at that game, he has all the in-depth coverage and stats and numbers that you need to know from that game. I just I just I'm just curious, how where did this passion come from? How did you become what seems to be the best, you know, in-person and just just pure high school basketball, or I guess just high school sports in general, how did you become so passionate about it? Well, um, you know, growing up, our family, we loved sports. So there was always sports on the TV. And, um, and then I've been going to the Sweet 16 since first grade. Um, my brother and I, our parents pulled us out of school um, to go to the Sweet 16, uh, only missed a couple years. So we, we really enjoy it. Um, we really enjoy all sports, but, you know, high school sports are a lot cheaper and you don't have to travel around the country as I do for other sports. Um, and so we've been doing rankings for 20 years, my, my brother and I. And he's only, he's only like 33 years old, so he's been doing them since he's 13. It's just something that we, we really enjoy back Going back to the mid '90s, uh, we've been watching games. Actually, even even before that, really. Wow, that's just man. I I, I am very very jealous. You you have this uh, you have this down pat, and obviously, big big time. It was just absolutely absolute whirlwind of of uh, you know, the regionals were just all across the state. We had buzzer beaters and you know comeback finishes, and I mean it was just absolutely nuts. And we we're down to 16. Sweet 16 is uh, set to start. At Rupp Arena, starting this week, uh, starting tomorrow morning, Wednesday morning, all the way through uh, the weekend. So it's it's going to be just nonstop chaos for the next next week or so. Uh, so we wanted to just kind of break things down with you, kind of go matchup by matchup. We'll talk about who you think are some of the early favorites. Who do you think could be some upset? Uh, you know, 
uh, who could be on upset alert, who could pull off some upsets, who's you know who could be your Cinderella team. We'll we'll talk through all of that fun stuff here with Troy. So I I hope you fans enjoy this and and kind of give something. Something brand new that fans don't usually get. So March 31st, tomorrow morning, 11 a.m., not County Central, E-Town. They start things off. Now, E-Town is the number one overall team in your latest KSR prep rankings, not only among the remaining teams in the Sweet 16, but of all of high school basketball. Um, then they're taking on your last place, not County Central team, ranked number 16 overall among Sweet 16 participants. What do you got in this matchup? Um, yeah, this could be one of the two blowouts in the first round. Um, and both blowouts may be in the first session, actually, or the, the morning. It's not two se- It's not one session, but the first two games mm-hmm. because Elizabethtown is really good. They made the Sweet 16 last year, and they they feature a starting lineup that has at least four football players. They made the finals of football, so. Is a little bit slow out of the gate, but now, you know, they're in basketball shape. They're hitting on all cylinders. Um, they're a very quick team. They're not not very tall. Um, they, they, they love to shoot it. And then Knott County Central is coming out of a region that has really struggled in the Sweet 16. They haven't made a, a semifinal since 1986. So, um, you know, it just seems like that all signs are kind of pointing to E-Town. Now, I know on the show this morning, um, Matt said it's a – it's a 10 a.m. Central start, 11 a.m. Eastern, so it could be a little sleepy for E-Town. But yeah. if they can get up, I think I think they'll be ready, and I think they should win easily in the first game. The E-Town averaging 76.9 points per game. They won 19 of their of their 21 games. Two losses coming against quality opponents, John Harden and Covington Catholic. So, uh, I mean, there's a whole lot to like about, like about that squad. There's a reason that they're, they're your number one overall uh, seed going into it. And would you – we'll kind of get into the, you know, who you got in favorites, but you're pretty confident that that's kind of your, your early favorite going into it? Um, actually, I think there's about uh, three or four uh, – a trio of uh, favorites. So, I, I would not put E-Town as a clear favorite. Ooh. Um there's other teams that we'll get to like Ballard and Bowling Green, and I would not be surprised. Even Highlands in the bottom, it's a little bit easier in the bottom. So I would say there's not a clear favorite. I'd say there's, they're one of probably three or four. Um, my brother and I both did in our rankings. We both ranked E-Town first. Um, but, you know, a team like Ballard, they've had COVID cancellations. They started late. So just because a team's ranked first, with a better resume, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're like a overwhelming favorite, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Well, you mentioned Bowling Green. They're up next. Bowling Green versus University Heights at 2 p.m. tomorrow night. Bowling Green, number five overall, number four in your Sweet 16 rankings. University Heights, number 14 in the Sweet 16 rankings. Uh, Bowling Green last won all, won it all in 2017, while University Heights hasn't won it, won it at all. Uh, well, they, I guess they won in 1992. Uh, Purple's led by NKU signee Isaiah Mason. So wh- who you got in this matchup? Um, I think uh, Bowling Green is going to be favored by a lot. I think these two games will be the biggest blowouts of the first round. Um, early, Earlier in the season, the teams played at University Heights, and Bowling Green won, I think, by over 30 points. I think it was even a running clock. So when you beat a team that bad, um, they're going to be expected to win again. Um, Bowling Green, you know, they've got uh, Dingle – who's a UK football um, commit. So it's fun to watch him play. Like you mentioned, Mason is one of the top players in the state. He's a Mr. Basketball favorite. And they've got a guy on Butchery. He's, um, I think he's going to EKU. He shoots like 95% from the free throw line and over 50% from three. <laughs> That's <so>. absurd. <laughs> I, 
I think, I think, yeah, that's the most absurd stat is the free throw stat. Yeah. I mean, who shoots 95%? So. <laughs> and, of course, they don't have Zion Harmon. He was there in eighth grade on the championship team. Imagine if they had Zion Harmon. So, yeah, my pick is Bowling Green in that game. Absolutely. Uh, you also mentioned Ballard as a, as a strong contender. Ballard tied for second uh, in the Sweet 16 in, in complete rankings, tied with Highlands in both. Uh, they're taking on Madison Central, top eight matchup among Sweet 16 participants. Uh, Madison Central, you have at number eight in your tournament rankings and, and number 13 overall in the prep rankings. Uh, what, what do you like about this matchup? Well, Madison Central is kind of hard to rank because they started off slow this year, but now they're clicking on all cylinders. Um, they defeated Lexington Catholic. They scored 101 points against Lexington Catholic. Um, they also defeated Frederick Douglass, who was a top-10 team. They beat them in the 11th region finals. But, you know, during the year, they, they weren't at full strength. So, you know, it's kind of hard to see. Are they? If you just look at teams playing well right now, they're definitely a top-10 team in the state. But if you look at overall resume, they're not. Uh, as far as Ballard, um, Ballard is is definitely they're going to be the favorite next year. They they don't have hardly any seniors that play, and their point guard um, got hurt before the year started. Edlin, so imagine if they had him. Um, but I think that Ballard is going to be the favorite. They you know they started late because of Jefferson County. Um, they they didn't let school start on time playing basketball, but but they're. They almost won the LIT. They lost to the sales. So I think the winner will be Ballard um, of this game. But something interesting is it's a rematch of the 2013 That's what I was going to mention, yeah. Dominique Hawkins and uh, Kenja Bosley against Kalen Martin and Quentin Snyder for Ballard. So. Yeah, isn't that awesome? I mean, the, the, I remember I, I played – in uh, th this little hoops league back in in Louisville, uh, I'm from Louisville. Went to to Eastern, so Ballard was was my big big rival in high school. And I remember I was was in this little three on three tournament back when I was like eight or nine. And I remember Quentin Snyder was my teammate. And I remember I went home and I told my uh, I told my dad I was like, dude, that there's there's this player on my team. He's he, I think he was one one or two years older than me at the time. I was like. He's gonna play in the NBA one day. He is one of the best players I've ever seen in my entire life. And just go figure. He had such a such an incredible run at Ballard, and then played at Louisville, obviously. And and you know, just I've always so I've always liked that matchup. And obviously the Dominique Hawkins, um, you know, connection there as well. That was kind of the run that got him his scholarship at Kentucky, and and kind of started the legend of of Dominique Hawkins, and and just kind of one of the most. Uh, you know, biggest fan favorites we've seen in Lexington as, as you know, one of the homegrown kids that we've had in a, in, in a while. So yeah, I've always, I've always kind of had a little a, a sweet spot for this matchup in particular. So I'm very much looking forward to that one. Um, let me just going down the stats. Madison Central led by 11th region tournament MVP Cole Brown, averaging 18.9 points per game. Ballard led by Gabe Sisk and Maker Bar. I'm, I'm very impressed with both of those players. I think long term they both have, uh, you know, pretty pretty strong potential for both of them. Um, I believe Nick Roush noticed that Ballard, even though they're absolutely cooking right now only three teams from louisville have won the sweet 16 since 2000 so that might be something to uh, to keep in mind as well but yeah that's that's definitely one of the most exciting uh opening round matchups that i have on my end all right let's keep moving down the list uh george rogers clark versus oldham county 
Uh, that's at 8 p.m. tomorrow night. Uh, George Rogers Clark comes in at number 16 overall, number nine in the tournament. Oldham County tied for number nine overall and number six in your tournament rankings. Uh, now I covered the, uh, the George, George Rogers Clark's mat, uh, run through the uh, regions and Jerome Martin, Morton's uh, buzzer beater to to win it all and and you know earn a earn their spot in the Sweet 16. So uh, know how exciting they are and how talented Morton is. What do you think about the matchup? Um, I think this will be one of the most even uh, first-round matchups. I think this would be the, the one to watch if you just have to pick one just in terms of an even game. Uh, George Rogers-Clark was started out really good. We had him, I think, even in our top ten of preseason. Uh, Morton, as you mentioned, he got hurt during the year, um, so they kind of took a step back. And, and they didn't play a great schedule, I think, because maybe because of COVID they couldn't play all the games they wanted to. Um, but they're really good with him there. Um, they're a young team. Uh, they're a really good rebounding team. They also have Wellman. I'm sure you've seen mm-hmm. him. He can shoot from three. Um, so I was talking to, um, I was talking to my brother after the game who was there. And I said, um, I said, if you're Campbell County, how do you give them that shot there? <laughs> no one Morton at the rim and you don't want an open three from Wellman, but that's about the worst <laughs> recipe. You know, I'm sure you probably thought the same yeah, thing. Yeah, 4.4 seconds left. I mean, it had that wide open drive left left, left side of the lane. And, uh, I mean, it was beautiful. I mean, just about as well executed as you could ask for for him. But, you know, cream rises to the top. Star players do spe- do special things. That's exactly what he did. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was probably the most exciting – uh, at least exciting finish of those region. You know, there was a lot, there were a couple comebacks and, you know, some other exciting games, but that was definitely uh, one to watch for sure. All right, so that wraps up the opening the opening round on the left side of the bracket. Uh, now the right side, or I guess bottom, bottom half, we're going to start Thursday morning, Muhlenberg County versus Highlands. Now uh, Muhlenberg comes in at number seven in the tournament, number 12 overall in your rankings. Highlands is tied for second overall in both. You're very high on uh, on Highlands. Um, field's top scoring offense in Highlands, 83.5 points per game. Field's top scoring defense in Muhlenberg County, they're, they're allowing just 43.5 points per game. So, Troy, something's got to give here. Uh, this is going to mm-hmm. be just complete polar opposites of style of play and, and uh, you know, just something's got to give here. What do you think happens? Well, I think Highlands, you got to give them credit for winning the ninth region, a region that featured St. Henry. And, you know, you were up there, St. Henry, Covington Catholic. Um, so, of course, St. Henry knocked out Covington Catholic. But, but you've got to give Highlands credit for their in- incredible shooting. They shoot it really well. And then uh, Sam Vincent's going to Northern Kentucky University. I'd say Ben Johnson will win Mr. Basketball, but Vincent and then Mason from Bowling Green will finish number two and three. Um, So they played an incredible schedule. Uh, Most of their losses are are really good losses. They they beat Ashland this year. And then as far as Muhlenberg County, um, they haven't really played a great schedule, but they only have one loss. They're led by Nash Devine. He's a, he's a great point guard and, and I was really shocked how easily they beat Owensboro in the region finals. They they really beat them pretty be- – or in the region semifinals, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Um, they, that was kind of the game to watch in the third region. They beat them close during the season, bad during the region. And from what I hear is that when you're playing uh, Muhlenberg County, you better play your style and not try to play their style because if you try to beat them at their own game like Owensboro did, it is not going to work. So if I was Highlands, I would just play my style, which is – spread you out, put five guys out there. That's what they did against St. Henry. They spread them out, 
get five shooters. If you're a big center, you can't guard them unless you're fast. So um, I don't think Muhlenberg County is real big either. So it should be kind of an interesting game. But, yeah, it's kind of like you said, if they play their own style, they'll be fine. But if they try to play Muhlenberg's low-scoring style, it's not going to work for Highlands. Absolutely. All right, keep on going down the list. We got Bullet East versus McCracken County, number 12. Uh, McCracken versus number 13, Bullet East. So, you know, pretty favorable, even matchups on that front. Uh, Blanford Brothers lead the Chargers with Tucker leading the team in scoring 16.7 points per game and rebounding at 10.6 rebounds per game. Uh, Will also adding 12.3 points per contest. Um, And then McCracken County is led by first region player of the year, Noah Dumas, uh, averaging 15.5 points per game. Three other Mustangs averaging 10-plus points per contest. Who do you like in this one? Um, I picked McCracken in a close game. Um, They made it last year, so credit to them. I'm glad these teams that didn't get to play in last year's tournament were able to make it back. There's five teams that made it. Um, Jackson Civils, their best player last year, he went on. Now um, he, he was a dominant player, so they're missing him. But McCracken County's been near the top of the first region all season. Um, they're the kind of team that, being out west, they're going to make the state tournament. They, they do the same thing in baseball. They're going to make it far, but they just can't win that state championship. They just, just can't get past the Lexington and Louisville teams. Um, I do expect them to get back past Bullet East in a close one. Bullet East is my biggest surprise team out of the sixth region. They were not picked in the top ten in the region coaches poll uh, in the Cats Paws. And so just incredible um, story by them. They didn't play great during the regular season, but they beat, um, they beat DeSales, I'm sure, to mm-hmm. Nick Roush's you know, <laughs> ch- chagrin. Um, they upset DeSales there, and that turned some heads, and then they beat Western, who had kind of upset some, some other teams, uh, like Fern Creek, and so it was a surprise final. So I think Bullet East is playing with house money, but I think McCracken has been there before, and they'll be a slight favorite. And I will say this, so – uh, Coach Couch uh, at Bullet East was my freshman year of high school math teacher. Uh, he coached me a little bit as as well at Eastern. He was he's bounced around from school to school. Uh, one of my favorite teachers of all time. He was he had life lesson after life lesson. One of the just most inspirational people that I've ever met. Loved him to death. He left for Shelby County, I believe. Uh, right after I left, right right after my freshman year of high school, he left for Shelby County, and uh, man, I was just absolutely devastated. Just loved that guy to death. He had some pretty serious health issues, I believe, mm. four years ago, um, and and uh, I mean, just his coaching career was almost over. He's bounced around since then, and you know, he's he's really struggled to kind of you know overcome that hump and, and, and get to this point. He's, he's had sweet 16 on his mind, his whole basketball career. And, uh, and, you know, he's been waiting for this coaching moment for a long time. So it's been, it's been so cool to watch Bullet East run. And, and I saw, uh, I believe it was WHAS or I think it might've been WHAS. They did a little feature on him and kind of his health, uh, his health scare in the past and how he kind of overcame all that. And, and uh, and just kind of how emotional it was for him to kind of reach this moment and and, and win in their region and and get into the Sweet 16. So, uh, very special shout out to Coach Couch. I love that love that guy to death. I'm uh, you know 
it's very even matchup. It could go either way. Uh, but just personally, big, big fan of, of what he brings to the table. So I am personally going for Bullet East in that matchup for sure. All right, keep him going down the list. Boyle County, Boyle County versus Paintville, Paintsville, 5 p.m., uh, number 11 in the tournament, number 21 overall for Boyle, uh, number 15 in the tournament, in their, and you have Paintsville unranked in your uh, prep rankings. Who do you got in this one? Uh, I covered uh, the 12th region for KSR as one of my regions. So Boyle County um, won that region. The 12th region didn't have a superstar team, but it was one of the most deepest balanced regions. Uh, it was also a secret region that they didn't stream for some for some reason. So I was one of the only people there, I guess, watching it. And, <laughs> and, uh, and maybe all the people there watched. It was pretty packed. But Boyle County, you know, they – they get it done with football guys. They use physicality and toughness. Jagger Jillis, the quarterback, mm-hmm. won the state championship. He hit some key threes. They got Luke Luke Shepherson made the game winning play against Franklin Franklin County in football. He knocked the ball away on fourth down. Uh, he gets a lot of blocks. He he had like fourteen rebounds against Lincoln County inside. Um, Luke Enfield is probably their their top player. He's you don't want to put him him on the line. He's one of the top players. I think he's 88% from the free throw line, and he shoots it well. Um, Paintsville was not really favored to come out of the 15th, and Boyle was, I think, favored to come out of the 12th. Johnson Central would have been the favorite in the 15th. Um, but Paintsville upset them. It was a, a great shot by, I think, Jackson Wyatt there in the in the finals. Uh, he had four chances at it, and he made like the third or fourth one right at the buzzer. Um, shout out to these teams for being great having football and basketball dual stars that play both um fugate uh is one of colby fugate i think is they have two of them but he's the better one for paintsville because he's one of the top players in the mountains he's a great scorer i give the advantage to boyle county uh the 15th region was a little bit down this year so anyone besides johnson central wasn't going to be a big favorite so i think boyle county i think boyle could pull some upsets in this tournament and kind of go a long way all right, in the last opening round matchup, Knox Central versus Ashland at 9 p.m. Um, Ashland comes in at number five overall in the Sweet 16 rankings, number eight overall in your overall rankings, and Knox Central is number 10 uh, in your Sweet 16 rankings, number 20 overall. Uh, who closes out uh, the opening round with a victory? Uh, this is a difficult one. I think Ashland is going to be the favorite, and I'm going to pick them, but I'm a little bit worried because they struggled in the 16th region. They almost lost to West Carter. It took a Colin Porter three at the buzzer to force overtime. And then they, they almost lost to Rowan County in the finals. They had to have a furious comeback there. Um, but they can really get hot as they did when they came to Lexington and they beat teams like North Laurel and Dunbar in that little mini, not a tournament, but mini event here. And they turned some heads there. Porter's one of the top sophomores in the state. He's, He's right there with um, Reed Shepherds in terms of guards. Uh, Villers can shoot it. Sellers can shoot it. Um, got a fun team. But then Knox Central is for real. Um, they beat North Laurel in the finals, but it really wasn't an upset to me. Um, it was kind of an even matchup, I thought, because North Laurel had kind of become a two-man team mm-hmm. with Shepard and his cousin Davidson. But Knox Central, as KSR covered, they see Javante Turner – can flat out play and i haven't seen that freshman play but they got the big freshman uh, they said that yeah. won the region mvp so yeah. i i'd pick not ashland but if you're going to pick an upset and you're like hey i want to pick an upset somewhere just maybe go with knock central 
Well, that's where we're going to start getting into now. We're going to – I'm going to put you on the spot, and I'm going to need, uh, you know, some of, some of your top contenders, upset bids, those sorts of things. So, uh, you, okay. you, 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 I'm going to put you on the spot here. All right. Winners from both sides of the bracket and your final champion. Okay, I went through this and picked it on um, Kentucky High School Sports Podcast, so I guess I'll do the same same picks just for consistency. And I picked um, uh, Elizabethtown um, going up, up against Highlands. I think Ashland has just been playing with fire lately, and Highlands came out of the ninth region. Um, and so I've got Elizabethtown winning, winning the whole thing in a shootout um, against Highlands. But, of course, Bowling Green and Ballard, they could easily be there as well. All right, and it is March Madness after all. Upsets happen every day. We got a bunch leading up to this uh, to this event, so we got to have at least one or two uh, in, in the Sweet Sixteen. Who you have for uh, who's who's on upset alert? Um, I would put. Um, I, I think that Boyle County can make a, a deep run. I think they can make a deep run to the semis, which most people are not expecting. I think if they beat Paintsville, that that would not be an upset. But in that second round. I think they could take out Knox Central or Ashland the way they're playing. And, and, and again, the way that Ashland's been playing with fire, I think Ashland could be upset in the first or, or, the, or the second round unless they can really pick it up. Um, and then as far as other first-round games, I think um, another team that could, could give someone a good game would be Muhlenberg County could give Highlands a pretty good game, even though I'm picking Highlands. All right, and in terms of individual performances, who is going to be your most valuable player prediction? Okay, so your most valuable player prediction of your champion, mm-hmm. and maybe not of, of of the champion, but just who's going to be the most valuable player of the tournament. Right, yeah, there's always somebody that kind of turns heads that no one knows about, like yep. if you think of Jake Omer from Scott. Yep, you know, absolutely. Like, um, a few years ago, so... Um, since I'm picking E-Town to win, I'm going to pick uh, Franklin um, to be the uh, the MVP because he's he's their top scorer. But it could be one of many guys. You know, they've got this the Sherrard brothers are both both really good. But I'll pick Franklin just to be consistent with my E-Town pick. And then as far as just people are just going to um, – it's going to turn heads and they're going to say this guy's awesome. I've already mentioned Vincent and Mason, so I'll pick someone else. And I want to mention some guys from Ballard. Um, Gabe Sisk is a he's only I believe a sophomore but he's mentioned in some you've probably seen him he's mentioned in some of the um, mm-hmm. the top 50 sophomores in all the country according to some rankings and then mm-hmm. Maker Barr is the big dude I think he's up to 6'10", 6'11", he's only a junior so as far as future college talent I think maybe those two guys can really turn heads Keno Hayden as well Ballard is a team that they always make the finals and struggle there, which is, it's not bad, but they've, they made the finals, I think four times since 99. So, wow. you know, picking them to make the finals again would not, not be a shot. Yeah. Franklin at E-Town averaging 20 points a game, 15 rebounds, uh, shooting 52.8% from the field. But yeah, like I mentioned earlier, I, I had a, a couple people when, when Gabe Sisk and Maker Bar both showed up at, at, at Ballard and kind of, it became rather clear that they were, you know, potential D1 level mm-hmm. talents they were like I'm telling you you got to get down to Ballard I know they're your rival I know you know you being an eastern kid I know uh I know it's kind of you know not comfortable grounds but you got to get down here and watch these two they're they're special talents so I'm I'm very very much invested in those two and and seeing how they do uh, as well I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that all right 
um, most valuable coaching prediction? Who is going to uh, have the, the best coaching performance out of all the remaining participants? Well, you've got several coaches that have won state titles. Um, Chris Renner from Ballard, uh, Alan Feldhaus from Madison Central. Um, you've got Cheryl from, uh, from Bowling Green. He won, and then he came back, and now he's coaching again. I think E-Town's coach won, like I was told he won like 20 years ago. Um, so any of those coaches are going to be great coaches. There's several others. I think that Madison Central's coach, Alan uh, Feldhaus, has just proved himself to be, even when his talent is not the best, he has proved himself to get the most out of his talent. So I think Madison Central, even though they maybe don't have the talent of Ballard, I think he can keep them in that game, even though I'm not picking them to win that game. So I would mention him and then several, several others. I mean, like I've seen Clark County a lot. They're from the district I cover the most. Cook is a very good coach. Um, so, yeah, several, several coaches here that, that could be mentioned. Absolutely. All right, we'll get out of here with this. Um, a, any major storylines that you need fans to, to keep close eye on or, um, you know, things, things that you saw develop late in the season that you're kind of hoping to see uh, one specific team or one specific player, uh, you know, kind of achieve or, or, you know, reach once they get to, you know, the big stage under the, under the spotlight? Sure. So the, uh, the, the times that we went through the games um, are – we went through them in order, but it's not bracket order, which yeah. is weird. They changed that. So some of the big ma potential matchups to watch would be in that second round. Um, the winner of Madison Central Ballard, which will likely be Ballard, but who knows, against Bowling Green could be an incredible game. And then um, for, for Bowling Green to win it all, which they, they very well could, it could be rematches of four games during the year. They played U Heights. I believe they played Ballard. They played E-Town. And then and I think they played Ashland. So um, stuff like that. I mean, and the, the unfortunate thing, the, one of the stories is who's not there at the tournament. Reed Shepard, Caleb Glenn, Travis Perry, several people that are not there. But, but you know, I think those are, are the big stories would be potential matchups between maybe – Ashland and Highlands in the semi, Bowling Green Ballard in the quarters, and then maybe E-Town against maybe Highlands or Ashland in the finals. Those would be kind of the matchups to watch. All right, Troy, before we get out of here, uh, I'm going to do a quick uh, quick read about my bookie, and then we'll, uh, we'll call it a show. March is here, and the madness has officially begun. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action with my bookie. Select the winners from all of the remaining tournament games in the my bookie bracket contest for a chance at $10,000 in cash prizes, and it's only a dollar to enter. It doesn't matter whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props. My bookie has you covered. Sign up today at mybookie.ag and use promo code sources say to secure a deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's promo code sources say to claim your first deposit bonus. College ball, NBA, NHL, no matter the sport, no matter the minute, from tip off to buzzer, my bookie puts the action in your hands with in-game live betting. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. All right, Troy, this was so much fun. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, you know, the Hopefully we have a bunch of exciting games to look forward to. I know you are. This is this is your Super Bowl. This is your Christmas. So I'm I'm uh, I hope you have a good week and and uh, look forward to following along with your coverage. Uh, with that, where can fans find your work? Um, you can go to on Twitter. It's at T Roy Howell. So at T E E R O Y H O W E L L, and and I try to 
tweet out videos of where I'm at. Um, also have a podcast that I do. It's the Kentucky High School Sports Podcast. So if you want to stay up to the latest on uh, football and, and basketball and maybe even, who knows, a little baseball or tennis or who knows, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll try to try to cover whatever. So um, I appreciate that. And then I also have articles on KSR. I've got articles other places. And I really appreciate you having me on. And I know it's a busy time for recruiting. I know it's a busy time for UK. But um, hopefully um, fans can tune into this. Even though UK's out, this will give people an outlet to watch some basketball. Absolutely. We, we still have Kentucky tournament coverage here on KSR. Might not be the Kentucky tournament coverage we were hoping going into the season, but uh, it's certainly a, a, a nice little – uh, a nice little treat for us to have uh, in replacement of it. So, Troy, uh, really appreciate you coming on. Had a lot of fun. And with that, we will be back next time for another Jam Packed Sources Say podcast. We will see you then. Yeah.